Hi everyone, it's me, your favourite nightmare, coming at you for another episode of Scattered. Welcome to Scattered the Podcast. I know it's been a three week break since my last episode, but I told you I was going to do that. I told you I didn't know what I was doing. Um, Today I am coming to you wrapped up in a million blankets, a rainy day outside, the fire's on, and I am actually on a sick day. I Not COVID related. Um, I have bad kidneys and I didn't see the signs. I didn't catch the signs, I should say, before. I actually um, started feeling the pain and I didn't catch the infection in time and I am not able to go to school. Whoop, whoop. Um, it's actually a doctor's note to say I can't go to school, but I still feel an immense amount of guilt. Uh, and we're going to talk about this later on today as well. We're also going to talk today about boundaries, people-pleasing and choosing violence because there's something in me these last few days that has just switched in me where I've decided no longer will I conform. I'm going to confront the issues head on and I'm going to be doing it in pure Katie Gallagher fashion. Maybe it's because it's October and it's Libra season. I am a Libra. I'm going to be 25 next week. What the hecky who? Um, but yeah, maybe that's it's just my month. I don't know. But that's what we're going to discuss today. So how have you been? It has been two or three weeks. I'm so sorry if I sound really ill. I also, my head is all like fogged up as well. So if you hear me like swallow or anything like that, I'm sorry. I can't actually hear myself swallow these days because my ears are sore as well. Um, I'm the worst patient. And my mother will tell you this for a fact. Um, I'm actually, you know the way there's like that stereotypical men get, the other the way men get when they're sick um, and that they're like, they're dying, like this man flu idea. Yeah, well, I'm like that, but 10 times worse because I don't get sick at all during the year. To be honest, I keep so busy that I don't allow myself to get sick. But um, eventually it does happen where I just kind of drop. And that's not healthy, by the way, guys. Even if I am only sick once a year, it's not healthy to push yourself so far that when you actually do stop, you have no other choice but to be sick. So we're going to discuss that in a few moments as well. But I'm the worst patient in the whole wide world. I cannot sit still, I will not sit still and then on a sick day like today, like I literally push myself so far that I don't relax and then that way I have no recovery and I'm going to talk about that in a minute as well. So I don't like being sick, I don't like days off, like to be honest it's Wednesday today the, when I meant to be recording this, I was should have taken yesterday off as well but I was so afraid to ring in and say I couldn't come in, I genuinely just psych myself out and I halfway through the day I was like I need to go home I need to go home I need to go home and you know yourself when you have a kidney infection you need to pee all the time sorry too much information but there you go like it just was a killer and I was so afraid to ask to go so I ended up waiting to the end of the day and saying it to now and I'm not saying that management or anything like that in the school would make me feel silly for getting sick. Of course they wouldn't. I'm just afraid to ask in general, me, because it's a sign of weakness for me, which is the wrong way of looking at it as well. 
but anyway that's what I'm doing I also um what happened in the last few weeks that we didn't talk about we were talking last about I, I called it like a drunken chat or bathroom chat because it really was because I was all over the place Albert's in doggy daycare today I know you're probably thinking why did you let him go to doggy daycare when you're at home I just needed a day okay and he missed his doggy daycare on Monday because Thomas was off and Thomas wanted to mind him so he needs to get back in his routine again okay so no judging me all right I am a dog mom but I need a break too and especially now that it's raining and it's kind of wet and miserable he loves whatever happens when it rains he just wants to dig and he just digs and digs and digs and digs and digs in the garden and it's not my garden technically because it's a rented house that I'm living in I don't want to ruin the garden so I just feel like I need to rest for a while get myself back up to space up to shape again and then go and do the thing um I also like I was talking about before I also went through this like I don't know what it was, how it kicked off for me, but something switched in my head and I was like, no more, I'm not taking this anymore, I'm not taking any shit anymore, um, I think it was, I was given out to a student in class for reasons I don't need to discuss here, and there were valid reasons may I add, and then the student turned around to me and was like, who do you think you are, and I know I shouldn't have allowed that, I should have been straight up to the year head's office or whatever, but I just kind of sat there and thought like, why are the why am I giving people this power? Because it's not just the students; it's other people as well. They kind of look at me and they're like, "Who do you think you are?" Like they underestimate me. And I'm like, "Who's giving these people this permission to treat me this way?" And I, upon self reflection, I was like, "It's me. I'm the one giving the permission." And I hate that. I don't like that. So we're going to discuss all these things today. We're going to discuss um, life as well. I think I was asked. I went to ask you a load of questions there, and I totally blanked. So I'm sorry. How are you? I hope you're well. I hope you're keeping safe and healthy. I hope you're enjoying this fantastic October weather. I hope you are getting ready for trick or treating. I'm so excited with our music with the, my music school. We're doing the trick or treat for Temple Street again. So excited! We're going to have fancy dress competition. We're going to have a bake sale. Some of our students are going to be doing some baking, and they're going to do a bake sale for us. We're going to have a party covid restrictions applying applied and all that crack but it's gonna be fantastic so if you are in the ballymahan area or if you are someone who feels like they want to get involved and donate please donate to trick-or-treat for temple street uh, online or you can come on the 28th of october to tremolo our, our new school in the middle of ballymahan town and come dress up all ages I'm actually so excited because I'm going to be dressing up myself and I don't think I'll bring Albert because there'll be way too many people but I will take a picture of Albert beforehand and he will do, he will take part in the fancy dress competition as well which should be really exciting so yeah I hope you're ready if anyone has any funky uh, Halloween ideas uh, costume ideas please send them on I would love to see them I'd love to hear about them to be honest I was all for dressing Albert up and everything, but, like, I got him a jacket there for the rain, and, like, he wore the jacket, no problem, he didn't have any issue with it, but I just feel there's no point in me putting him under a load of pressure, dressing him up in some ridiculous outfit that only makes him uncomfortable. Um, Obviously, some dogs love it, some dogs don't. I don't really want to try and see does Albert like it or not. He's fairly chill, but I don't want him to rip everything apart. He's eight months now, oh, my God, what the heck? Um, And he is just ripping everything apart like literally his sorry now this is going to be way too much information but like his poos for the last few days have literally been obviously the poo part but like 
full of fabric like he's been he rips off the ears of toys and we never catch him on time like literally we never catch him on time he rips off the to- the ears of his toys he rips off the tails I got him this like Kong like I get him all the toys that are meant to be indestructible quote unquote like those Kong toys with the with the strings inside the te- the toys and everything and you're meant to, or not the strings, but like the, the thick rope, he rips off the fabric around the rope and then rips the rope apart. I'm like, how does he do that? He is so strong. Um, He also has gotten into the habit now. I have a baby gate in my house. So there's, in my house, there's tiled area and there's carpeted area. And for ages, I thought, okay, cool. He's able to come down to the t- carpeted area now. Um, But obviously he, uh, he may have weed on Thomas's bed or anything but uh, which I think is hilarious because he was sitting on my bed for about half an hour and then got up and went into I say Thomas's room my spare room but it's pretty much Thomas's room the whole time because I bring him to school sometimes if mom can't bring him in or if Maria's working etc etc you don't need to know that part but anyway um he went into Thomas's room or the spare room and peed on his bed <laughs> everything's been cleaned by the way and everything's been sanitized if you ever do come over and stay in my spare room, it's clean now, It's I promise. But um, I just thought it was so funny because he had been in the kitchen, but he got in by opening the baby gate. He knows how to open the baby gate now. He just keeps pawing and pawing and pawing at it until he gets out. And that's scary. My dog is so super intelligent. Um, and he'd need to be super intelligent because I'm not really... I was about to give myself an insult there. But I'm not going to do that because I'm a changed woman. And guess what? It's Libra season. You can't insult yourself in a Libra season, my friends. Anyway, let's get on to talking about sick days, work habits and burnout. So like I said kidneys are out on me and to be honest I think it's just a little bit of burnout as well but I had said for so long I was like I need to take a day off I need to take a day off I need to take a day off and I suppose I didn't take the day off obviously I can't take days off willy-nilly because I have a dog to provide for um and I have myself to provide for as well but um with the doctors no anyway I had to do it I had to take time off that was fine but it's just mad because the minute I got up this morning like Tuesday I was going to ring in on Tuesday morning and I was going to tell her that I couldn't come in and I was sick but I got up and I was like convincing myself like Thomas had stayed over that night um because he was being dropped to school and he was I came out with my work clothes and he's like what are you doing go go back to bed and I was like I actually can't because I cannot deal with the guilt of missing a day of work and I feel as well on the today I was literally like so I felt so guilty I was like okay I need to do like a million other things to make sure that I uh, make up for the fact I'm not at work so I went and I did I did a few bits, I like social media, answered emails, answered school emails, did the school social media because I'm in charge of the school social media. I did clean the whole house, I did some renovations, I put up my fairy lights, I did washing, I I got ready, I've signed up for a course to do a, psych, a, a kind of diploma for psychology and I got ready for that and I literally did so much and then I sat down and I was like, oh my god, I feel so ill. But like the guilt is something else. And I think it's a workaholic guilt thing. And I'm not blaming my parents for it by any means. So please don't take this as me blaming my parents. But I take it as their influence because they never stopped working. My dad and my mom are just the hardest workers you will ever find. They just work, 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 work. And I think that definitely rubbed off on me as well. And 
I think that's it could go into a deeper conversation really this whole idea of if we're suffering we need to be like dying before we can take some time off and we need to be like on death's door to even take a day off and it's not just our family that do it it's a lot of Irish families and a lot of families full stop do it it's this idea that we have to keep working and working the grind be like this this idea of the hustle and the grind and it's just like I literally I had to stop myself and especially this year I realized after the pandemic I was like why are you working so hard like why are you doing the extra bit like obviously because you love your job you're going to do the extra bit that's absolutely fine but like why was I getting into school at half seven every morning when the school doesn't even open till eight like why was I staying back until six o'clock every evening like why was I giving up my lunches why was I doing that when no one needed it no one needed me to do that I didn't need to do that do you know what I mean so we're doing all these mad crazy things but we don't need to do it like again that sounds real like a real cop out like oh but you you just don't want to work like that's not the point the point is do what you love but there comes a line do you know what I mean there really becomes a line anyway sick day this is what I'm doing I feel rotten feel really rotten because I feel sick but also rotten because I feel so guilty for giving up a day of work like and I know well what happens in next week when I get paid again it's going to be I'm going to look at my payslip with the day with like obviously the day being docked and I'd be like oh why did you do that why and I'd be mad at myself and there's no need to be mad at myself I'm allowed to be sick like even even now I'm going to be 25 next week as I've already said or well by the time this is out it's going to be um this week or that anyway it doesn't matter um and I'm still asking for permission off my mother can I take a day off and if she's like she doesn't you know she says yeah we'll do what you want but even then when she's like yeah do what you want I'm still like oh my god I need to I need to get her approval for this before I go it's mental but I think that we get this idea and I think I don't know if other countries do it I don't even know if I still have any listeners from other countries from when I stopped this podcast because I know I did have a good few in other places but in Ireland we have attendance awards okay um I know for me I was I had one sick day in TY but apart from that I had a perfect attendance for six years in my secondary school and we were rewarded for that now I went into school some days dying really mentally unwell really physically unwell sometimes but I still did it because I thought I was going to get this magical award at the end of it and I saw it on Instagram there the other day where it was like attendance awards were the beginning of the unhealthy work ethic um ideals which is crazy and I was thinking about myself I was like Jesus yeah because like yeah like for I've worked in the school now that I'm in for three years this is my third year working there I missed two days out of the out of those years and one was for a wedding and the other one was a half day for a wedding I was in school that morning and then I left in the evening and today was the first day I've actually had a sick day and I just I just didn't know what I just don't know what to do with myself and that makes me sad I'm not trying to make myself sound like a martyr because I know a lot of people struggle with this as well so I'm just wondering did you ever get an, an attendance award and did you ever feel that you were kind of baited into going into school and going into work and whatever because like how would I put it like it's like a reward for putting yourself through a lot of pain 
Um, I don't know. They obviously don't do it as much. They don't pressurize you as much this year with COVID and everything. Obviously, they don't want you to be in school if you're sick. But like, I don't know. I find it very weird. I find it very stressful. And they always used to say like, employers want that. Employers want someone who will come into work. But like, shouldn't employers want happy workers and healthy workers instead of sick workers who've been pushing themselves to the brink? Like I know for the music school, I, I it's so funny to be in this in secondary school in the secondary school I should say being one of the rats on the on the or the hamster on the on the wheel, and then in the music school I'm the owner of the wheel, putting everyone else on the wheel if that makes sense. So it's very strange seeing the two. But like I would never want my staff to come in sick. Like I would never want them to come in sick. One because of, obviously because of COVID, and two because like why would you won't enjoy that? You won't enjoy working if you're sick will you like and I know people will be um saying oh like you just gotta get on with your job you not everyone's meant to love their job and this is one thing I've talked to my mum a lot about this when we're talking about jobs now I know I'm a bit rambling here but just remember I am not feeling very well um let me just adjust myself here um what was I saying so like Mam and I have talked about this a long time and I know I touched on this in the last episode as well that I wasn't really in love with my job anymore um to which I would say definitely that episode was induced by a lot of period uh hormones yeah sorry for the overshare there as well but um yeah it was for me I don't know what it is about my hormones or whatever the two weeks before my actual period I literally get into the deepest depression you'll ever find um and I need to get that fixed but anyway I hate me I hated my job those, those two weeks and I still I'm not mad about it anymore like I don't love like obviously I'll go into work with a smile on my face but like I don't go in as excited as I used to go in and that really bothers me and I was talking to mom about this a little bit a little bit and mom is right in what she's saying that you have to just grin and bear it but I just feel sometimes I'm like oh Jesus why do we all have to be in jobs we hate like, why do we have to be in a job where we're afraid to have a sick day in case that'll put the, the boss in bad form with us? Now, that's not me talking about my management. My management are great. Obviously, they don't want you to be sick. But in other jobs, I have heard my friends talk about how they've been afraid to um, to to get a sick day or to get a day off because they are afraid that their management will hate them forever because of it. Like, why are we so afraid? Because at the end of the day, guys if we leave, that job is going to find a replacement for us. Like, we're all amazing in what we do, but we're not all the be-all and end-all. Do you know what I mean? Like, we will get someone to replace us. So why are we worrying about it? And, like, this idea of you need to be in a job you hate, why would you need to be in a job you hate? Where do you spend majority of your life, ladies and gentlemen? In work. So why would you accept that? Why would you accept to be majority of your life unhappy? It's a different time now. Obviously, in the time of my mom and my dad... It was get out of school, go to work, provide. And I'm, and like, I am, I do understand when mom says that, that that's like literally, or when I'm dad, when I'm talking to dad either about, or anyone that's older in the older generation, um, I'm not calling anyone old or anything, but you know what I'm saying. Um, they would say, you gotta grin and bear it, you just gotta keep pushing on, keep pushing for retirement. Like, what a life to live. That's so strange. Like, and I love that my mum and my dad, like, they were raised on that ideal like to get that good job and to get that good paying job and a steady job like I'm I'm so blessed to my parents because you could say to any, to them at all once you've thought out the plan and you they can see you've thought out the plan they'd be like yep grant you be you do you you be happy and I am very lucky in that sense because I didn't realize until I started working in a secondary school how many parents don't 
think like that which is crazy and will push their children to do jobs and to push them to do subjects that they don't really want to do so I'm very lucky that way but I just find it so mad that we allow ourselves to be so unhappy in a job when we spend all our time there like it's just I don't know I don't understand it um I really think as well that the stigma around taking days off needs to stop like even if it was a mental health day or something like nine times out of ten the average person who needed a mental health day will lie and say oh I'm actually not feeling well I have a doctor's note whatever and pretend they're sick and something else so they don't have to say I need to take a mental health day now that's one thing I never do unfortunately and I really should because like September was a tough month we all needed a mental health day in September but we were all afraid to ask for it so I really wish that we took that a bit more seriously I might not be making any sense whatsoever today guys because I the last few days especially with the bit of the head cold as well as the kidneys I just haven't been able to concentrate and I've listened back to voice messages I send or read back messages that I've sent and they make no sense like they make zero sense like I'm literally like how does this person even respond to that because like that was just some gobbledygook language that I have no idea what I just said but anyway look you're you know what to expect now with this podcast when you're listening it's not going to make sense it's just going to be me rambling and that's fine I've also think about sorry this is a side note altogether but I think researching and looking in on my analytics and looking at the analytics of the podcast from before and now my demographic is 18 and under um or sorry I would say 24 and under probably like college students secondary school students which is nice and which is lovely hello thank you for listening so I don't really have enough life experience and I'm not like I always say I'm not interesting enough to have a, a podcast but I think I will definitely be changing my line of commenting to suit those who are listening and to maybe hopefully take a nugget of something for your future life or whatever um because if you're listening to this now in secondary school and you're worrying about jobs or you're worrying about picking subjects or you're worrying about something I think you need to remember it needs to be my happiness that comes first not mine as in Katie's but your happiness that comes first because yes your mom and dad or your guardians or your friends all might be doing chemistry let's just say for example but if you choose chemistry and you hate chemistry you're two years in a subject that you absolutely hate and you'll have to do exams on and what do we know about subjects that we hate we're not going to study them take it from someone who did biology you will ignore the subject okay I have I've done and I will forever ignore biology I'm never ever going back there again the same goes with a job. There is no point pushing towards being a teacher if you hate children or if you hate the idea of teaching young ones, okay? There's no point going for the job for a solicitor if you hate reading. You know what I mean? There's no point going for these jobs that are quote unquote top paid jobs if you don't like the job. Okay? The time has long gone where we have to just get into a good paying job, guys. Money can be made anywhere. Okay, we see that with the likes of artists who have made it big on YouTube, for example, and they do commentary over artwork or um, TikTok where they do time lapses. Like we see with the use of social media and everything, anything is possible, right, to make 
a living and to make it work. And to be honest, if you love your job, you shouldn't be worried about having a sick day or you shouldn't be worried about how where my next paycheck is coming from. Because if you enjoy it, that's payment, that should be payment enough. And I know that sounds wishy-washy to anyone listening to this, but it makes sense. Because believe me, you will spend three quarters of your life in work. Why would you spend three quarters of your life unhappy? Anyway, that was my rant about sick days and work and it made no sense. It's raining again. I need to go to the bathroom and I will be back in a moment. Okay, so the next thing, let me just remove move myself back up into my comfy position. Why did I press play before I decided to get myself comfy? La 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 la, please enjoy this brief intermission. Singing, teenagers scared the living shit out of me. Love that song. Hopefully I can't be copy struck because I sang that in like six different keys. Um, that's the one thing about being ill with me with my head cold I actually feel like I can sing 10 times better when I have a head cold now that was not me trying to sing properly by the way in case you're like this one is delusional I don't mean to be but anyway back on to the next topic which was creating boundaries people pleasing and the idea of confrontation like I was telling you about that little story about how the student had asked me who did I think I was it really bothered me because these this particular group of students and I'm I am kind of outing them a little bit I didn't say which school they're from I'm joking but look it's just kind of knocked had a knock-off effect for me because I was saying to myself I've done a lot for these students and I've literally I've broken my back for these kids and they would turn on you so quick and that's just students in general I did it myself to teachers I know well I did like I had uh my music teacher and my there was another teacher, but my music teacher especially, she would like move mountains for me and there just came a point where I was like, ah, I'm going to be a little bitch now, um, which I really hated. But anyway, um, I hated that I did that and I look back now and I'm like, oh, you idiot. But anyway, it kind of had a knockoff effect then because then I started talking, uh, t- talking to friends. I started really evaluating my, my relationships, my friendships and... I've been doing that a lot and I know I'm talking about that the whole time but like it's a big process to go and look over these things again and to reevaluate and look at it properly without any bullshit of I'm the angel here. I'm not any fucking angel okay I know that there are mistakes I have made and I will fix them and I'm working on them and I will admit them when I'm wrong okay and it's the one thing I'm good at I will admit when I'm wrong even sometimes when I'm not actually wrong I still will say I'm wrong and therein lies the problem. So People pleasing, what is it? So for those of you who don't know, for those of you who were born um, with all your correct ideas, which I'm so jealous of, um, people pleasing is the act of putting others before you. It's putting their needs before yours. It's giving you, it's giving off the idea that your needs aren't as important. Okay. Yes, in the long run, in the short run, it's great because people will like you because, of course, they'll like you because you're doing what they what you want. They want you to do. So, for example, on a very basic level, it could be me and my brother are 
going for coffee and I say do you want to go to McDonald's and he says no I want to go to Esquire's and I'm like oh okay and we just go to Esquire's then okay and I end up paying for it or something like that now my brother doesn't do that my brother is grateful for everything but I just want to use that as an example but on a serious note on a on a serious scale people pleasing can also look like in a relationship with a friend or with a boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever you can be continuously putting them before you and then you finally this I for me this happens to me the whole time I constantly say yeah I'm happy yeah I'm happy but in my head or when no one else is around I'd be like what the fuck like that's so annoying why did you do that to the person I'd be like annoyed at the person and then all of a sudden the, the camel's the straw would break the camel's back and I'll just be like no I can't do this anymore I'm not happy and the person will turn to me and be like oh I'm kind of surprised there that you said that. Why Why would you say that? You said you've been happy up to the point. And I don't like that I do that because that blindsides people as well. So I definitely have started saying, uh, especially this year, I've definitely started saying when I'm happy and when I'm not happy with things. Um, and I feel that we need to create that boundary for ourselves as well because, yeah, a little bit of compromise is fine, but like you got to evaluate these things and look and see, am I the one that's constantly doing the pulling and the shoving? And then in turn then when I stop doing the pulling and the shoving or as in the pushing for conversation and the pleasing or whatever is the friendship still surviving and I've seen that a few times with a few of my friends I kind of pull back a little bit and the whole thing is died and I'm not saying I'm the be all and end all okay and I'm and I'm obviously taking into consideration people are busy as well but if you look at the likes of Alex or Grace or Emma or these core people in my life if I back away they will um, still text, they'll still reach out, they'll still make sure I'm okay, they'll remember important, important dates for me. Um, they'll, like, it's, it's mutual. Do you know what I mean? It's a, it's a mutual conversation, it's a mutual relationship, and I love that. So you got to look at those things, and I would say that to anyone. Now, at secondary school, it's very difficult, because as an adult, obviously, you can get away from it a little bit. But I would say, and I got a stick for it once, I, I'm still getting stick for this particular thing and I'm not going to go into detail about it but like I'm still getting like there was a situation where somebody was saying a few things about me on the internet and whatever and whatever and I just decided okay that's it I'm blocking I'm done and to which the slander kept going because how could I dare block somebody um and it's still going on at the moment and I'm just kind of locking it out of my brain because I, I like it doesn't matter but blocking muting unfriending it is your best friend and if you're happy with that I don't know where we got this idea that the blocking thing is so dramatic it's not it's really not guys if you for example let's use the basic example of girls okay and girls looking at the internet and seeing these models that make us feel really sad and we feel shit unfollow them mute them hide their story block them if you have to do not go looking because if ignorance is bliss my friends ignorance is bliss like for me my pattern when I go through a breakup okay and I warned this I said this especially my uh, to my last ex as well I just warned them and I was like this is what's going to happen and just so you know don't take it personal this is how I do it this is how I work through these things when I go through a breakup and I think this is the same with everyone else now I don't know how we got on this from people pleasing but it, it's a it's kind of a step to 
once you, it's when you get to that idea when you're like this relationship's not working anymore I need to cut ties this is how you cut the ties now obviously for friendships you don't need to be as extreme as this but for relationships do it I say do it delete absolutely every single picture you ever have of them online offline it doesn't matter delete them get them off your iCloud get them off your computer because they will pop up at an awkward time and you will start crying okay delete their number okay now that kind of backfired on me a few times because like my in the past then the exes the exes or whoever have reached out and wished me happy christmas and stuff like that and i've been like who's this which is an awkward very awkward to meet when kindness comes to you and you meet it with like a new phone who this but um i would say delete numbers delete text messages delete everything online anyone that they could pop up on the screen so for example i warned i say this i like i'm going to be unfollowing and muting and unfollowing on muting and hiding or unfollowing muting and hiding anyone that's in your corner to be honest and it's not because I don't like them it's just because I just can't deal with seeing you right now and I think that there should be nothing wrong with that but I think you need to say that's about to happen okay so that's how we cut them out okay and there should be no shame in that. I wouldn't feel any shame. Don't feel any shame because you need to tell yourself. Now, I would feel shame if you did it just to be dramatic. And if you didn't look at what you've done as well, I think that would be a bit dramatic. But definitely do it if it's going to protect your peace. Because at the end of the day, the other person on the other end is going to protect their peace in whatever way they need to. So you should not need to people please to once the relationship's over. That's my opinion on this matter. Um, but the boundaries we need to set for ourselves, like for example, if now I'm only literally just learning this now and you're one from one division. Oh, what's her name? Elizabeth Olsen, I think. She says the best in- advice she ever learned from her mother or from her father and her sisters were no is a full sentence. No is a full sentence, guys. It is a full sentence. You don't need to explain yourself. And that's one thing I always do. I always feel like I need to explain myself. And by explaining myself or people-pleasing or doing all these things, I'm diminishing my own worth there. And you are doing it too. You feel like you're thinking to yourself, ah, oh, no, I'm not doing that. I'm my, These people take me seriously. No, they don't. Because guess what you're telling them? Every single time you people-please or you do what they want to do instead of what you really want to do. You're telling them that they are more important than you. So, of course, they're going to turn around and act a bitch when something goes wrong. So, of course, when you actually need them, they're not going to be as... And this sounds very cynical, but the world is cynical, guys, and I just need to... And I needed to learn that myself to stop seeing things through rose-coloured glass. But, like... Let's use the example of if you're always the person, I have a particular friend in mind when I think of this, he is amazing, he's a fantastic person, he's always there listening to people, um, he's always listening for people, he's always taking on people's problems, he listens and he listens and he listens and he listens, but then when he needs a prob- to talk through a problem, no one listens to him. They move it on to their own situations, whatever. And I really hope I haven't been that type of friend to him. And I really hope that I have allowed him a space to speak about his own issues or whatever once we talk. But anyway, that's another story for another day. But why do people do that? Because he's just gotten them in the habit of it. Okay? The the main thing I want you to take out of this is no is a full sentence and start as you mean to go on. Okay? Because there's no point, like, obviously, everyone has a honeymoon phase with friends, colleagues, relationships, that's fine, and all you want to do is please that person, make that person smile, but there's a line, 
okay? There is a line to the people pleasing and there's a line to the honeymoon period, okay? Because it will come back and bite you. And like, it actually is easier, it's easier in the long run to confront the problem than to conform with it. And take that from someone who's learned that the hard way multiple times and I was again reflecting looked back and I was like that's where the problem lies every time because people will get shocked when I get angry or when I say no because I've said yes for so long to the what they wanted to do now let me just remind you again let me just reiterate I am not a good person I am a bitch at times and that's fine I will reflect on it I will apologize for it and no one's going to be good all the time and if you are you're weird sorry Sorry, sir, but you need to calm down. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. There's the two topics I really wanted to talk about today. I don't know if I made any sense. I don't know if you've looked at this episode and gotten anything out of it, or if I'm just repeating myself over and over again. I really think, I really do genuinely wish I had a podcast like Emma Chamberlain's because we were discussing this with my TYs the other day about the power she has and how well-versed she is and how intelligent she is and how what she says is, even coming from a young mind, is so intelligent. Now, I know I'll never probably get to that stage, but I would love to have something along those lines. So if this, any bit of advice did help you at all, or if anything I've said has kicked you off to think about something else, please let me know if I've actually made a difference. Because sometimes I'm kind of like, what the fuck am I saying? I'm such an idiot. But um, I'm going to spend the rest of my day now. Time is it? Half one. I'm going to spend the rest of my day re-watching murder documentaries because that's my comfort program. Wow. I am fucking class with these. Like I literally, I watched the American Murder, The Family Next Door, and uh, that's the one with Chris Watts killing his uh, wife and children. And the man gives me the fucking chills. He's disgusting. He's a disgusting human being. And like the fact, I'm so glad that the mistress was like, I don't want anything involved in this. Like, even though like I don't really have much time for mistresses or uh, other people or whatever like the other woman or the other man whatever but um like I'm so glad that she was like I don't want anything to do with him he is he's such a weirdo like how could he kill his kids so yeah the bar is that low ladies and gentlemen the bar is so low like well done her she didn't like she didn't want to be with a killer well done wow she's a hero like I just listened back to myself there and I was like what the fuck are you saying but anyway apart from that I'm going to I have to put another set of washing on, try and get all my washing done. And like, I'm trying, I was like, I was so full of beans there yesterday because I knew I was going to be off because I was getting the doctor's appointment or whatever. And I was like, oh, I'll be grand. After the doctor's now, I'll just do a workout. I'll do upper body. It'll be fine. Lads, I can't even wag. I literally can't move myself to wag. Um, But anyway, I'm just, I just, I'm getting so obsessed with food and getting workouts in because I know next week is going to be the party and I'm going to have a dress and the dress won't fit and I'm just going to feel shit. But anyway, these are all small, small problems. And to be honest, my my friends keep telling me this and they're not to say, they're not trying to tell me that I'm fat or anything. They're just going to say, you change the clothes to suit the body, not the body to suit the clothes. So I'm just going with the flow. To be quite honest, going with the flow. 
I am going to go and have some food, I think. Time for lunch, I think. Anyway, guys, if you like what you heard, thank you for even listening this far. If you have anything you want me to talk about, please give us a message on the Scattered Instagram page, Scattered the Pod, or you can email me on scatteredthepod at gmail.com. And oh, I forgot to tell you all about my house plans. Oh, I'll tell you that next week if I get to it. But um, I am going to try and keep a bit consistent with this and I will try my best. Yeah. I could just I my I would the smile literally just came on my face there when I was like I'm gonna try my best to be consistent huh I'm about as consistent now as mucky soup but anyway what can you do when you're busy you're busy um guys have a great week ahead and I hope you enjoy October because this is the best month of the year it really is I, the first of October came and I was like wow I'm in my element right now this is it this is the time for me anyway mind yourselves stay safe stay good stay blessed say no to drugs and you have a great day or night wherever you are goodbye good luck Sit around.